heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? It's, uh, well, let's just go, let's just have a look at the field and for the for the main event and we've got big energy and it's all about how fast can you possibly go and that was the situation i think he ran the fifth fastest time ever around this course last week and there's been a lot of epic dogs go around that circuit uh, to have run very fast times so box four big energy we'll yeah, get jason adams uh, in as well to to chin wag on this yeah look i, I I don't mind the draw at all, especially the way he's been beginning. The riding was on the wall a little bit in his last couple of months. Um, I think he's been racing very, very well. And um, for him to do what he's done, I think the surprise has been the time. Not that I think he's not a fast dog, but I, I think both times the track hasn't been ultra, ultra fast. And for him to still break 29 seconds has been incredible. And I think you only have to look at the other heat winners, Matt. Um, to see how quick he actually went. Um, so he's, he's racing at a scary level at the moment. It is a scary level, and this is Jackie Greeno, and, of course, Cal and Jackie had Wow, She's Fast, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little announcement regarding Wow, She's Fast later on. It's been a sort of a brave but uh, inconsequential comeback for Wow, She's Fast. Jason Adams is with us. Uh, how are you, Jase? Good morning, boys. I'm well. Good to be here. And what's uh Big week for the sport. Melbourne Cup week doesn't get much bigger here at Sandown. Huge. T- tell us in horsey terms, 28.912 big energy. Uh, next quickest time was Tim Zoo 29.07. Put a margin on that. T- explain to our listeners how significant that gap is in, in, in one time to another. Well, it's about three lengths, isn't it, George? I mean, mm. when you see one like Tim Zoo, if Big Energy didn't do what he did, we'd be looking at Tim Zoo saying 29.0 on a night that wasn't conducive to fast times. You're kidding let alone big energy in what he was able to do. And the times that he set, George, I was going through it yesterday. Not only has he gone 1841 to the back, which we know is just, that he's just off the charts, a length off Fernando Bale's middle split record. But going through the data yesterday, his first 20 metres was the fastest of the whole card. That is scary. If he does it again, he's unbeatable. Yeah, if he gets it, that's right. And look, you have to say that that shootout run has almost given this dog a slingshot for his confidence. I think he was drawing bad, getting knocked around a little bit it's on that still first racing corner. well at the same time, absolutely, wasn't he? Absolutely, absolutely. But it's now he's just... Four, does it seal the deal for him or is there a little complication there? It's better than box eight. I think it's not a bad draw if he can just step cleanly. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look awfully harder than what he meant last week. I mean, it's not a Melbourne Cup for the ages, let's be honest. No. Um, it's good field nonetheless, but yeah, if he gets it all right, he's unbeatable. It's funny how many of the... We see it every year that, you know, some of the big guns um, fail to qualify, but this was really the case in the last couple of weeks at Sandown. In some of those um, Melbourne Cup uh, preludes, there were some really big upsets, $25 winner, $30 winners. Um, and, you know, we had three greyhounds who have already been picked for the Phoenix who uh, who got rolled. Yeah, the punters have been burnt in back-to-back weeks, one after the other. And although they're winning at big odds, they're still pretty good dogs, but obviously not yeah. the, the Hollywood names that we is used to there a, Is there a backup? Is there a, a, a elimination final type thing? Like, for those who are eliminated... Cause Sometimes, if you did, you'd probably have a better race for the, the secondary race than the actual final sometimes. Is there, are, are some of those greyhounds running on... I guess that's what I'm saying. Are some of them uh, having match races, or are they running on in, in other races on Saturday night? There'll be a Melbourne Cup consolation. Yeah, the consolation. Well, it's well. called the Cup Night Sprint, so yeah. it's sort of perceived as a consolation, but not actually a consolation by definition. I yeah. mean, you don't run sort of second and third in a heat and go through to this race. It's just the best date. So greyhounds like, whether it be where she's fast, if she's right, I think she's pulled up a bit sore. But if if she's okay, she could go into that. And quite often, because 
those bigger names miss out, they come to the next week, you do get a better race than what the final actually is. And you get a chance to see them as well. Like you still got the star-studded sort of attraction for people who want to come. And they, 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 well, she's fast, for instance, didn't make the final, but she's still going to be here. I think that's a really good hook, as would if you, they actually are still racing. Would you be surprised, Jace, to see the three greyhounds who have already been picked for the Phoenix back up this week? Or will, do you think the trainers will take the time now to say, you know what, I've got two and a half weeks to set my greyhound for the, for the Phoenix? Oh, there's probably two different points of view. I mean, there's probably that one where they get putting cotton wool and think... Why should we go around when, we can, when we're trying to prepare for a, a race like the Phoenix? But the mm. other one where, why on earth should we go around? What else are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, if we're not racing, we're going to be trialling, and we know how important race fitness is, and just having that competitive edge consistently, which the good dogs are able to do. Maybe with Postman Pat, because of his injury concerns and he's had two starts back, we, we might see him around. All three of the Greyhounds had a similar pattern, didn't they? They missed the kick from a wide draw. Yeah. And if you miss the start from here, I mean, you can and see from behind the boxes, it's not an easy Yeah, and it's a good point on Postman Pat. I mean, he's been what, knocked around the past couple of weeks. He hasn't sort of just gone bang, but I mean, if, he go, is he, if he's nominated this week, draws a red in the Cup 9 sprint, wins in 29 flat. He's back in business. Yeah, talking about that, that confidence, that big energy got, it might mm. be something that uh, yeah. Postman... And when you talk about elimination finals, Matty, it's not only the Cup Night Sprint, but there's a John Dillon over 600 metres as well. So, heck, the Forley, you'd assume, would go into that. He's probably going to start favourite. And for one of the most talked about greyhounds out of last week's heats, he'll be back this time yeah, around. I think he will on the backup of, of trying to get him prepared for the Sale Cup yeah. um, later in December. These trials that are on this morning, how... As a non-race day venue, how is this a continual thing that we've we've probably seen in the last half hour, ten or fifteen, um, have a spin around uh, with the lure, uh, with a bit of box practice, whatever whatever the purpose is. How regularly is this track open for that sort of activity on a daily basis? So at least the two city tracks, we there's one of these days twice a week. Yep. So consistently you have to book be, in, obviously. And yeah, there's yep. the online portal where participants open up at a certain time. Yesterday would have been at 9 o'clock in the morning, booked their trials and of most recent time where there's been some uh, pretty severe demand, particularly in this region, region with the closure of Cranbourne and whatnot. I think I'll have to find out today that it's probably up towards 120 trials. All right, and most of them are black with white. Patches. Well, we've seen and a whole litter. That's of, because of the Brett Lee factor, isn't it? <laughs> we've seen a whole litter of um, brindles. Uh, yeah, there was, I thought it was in a zoo. Or or tigers, I mean, as I heard you call tigers, them. Tigers, yeah, yeah. Big tiger. So you probably, Jason would probably tell you more too, that you probably get two sets of uh, trialling greyhounds, ones that are, haven't had a start yet, Matt, that um, need to have a look at city tracks before they debut. Um, and I think a lot of trainers like to get them around the two turns. And then you get the race dogs who might be in in a couple of weeks where they just want to give them a, a look at the track and a hit out just to see how they're travelling. So, yeah. Just like us going for a run, George, which wouldn't happen too often. Yeah, no, we, we're not, not, not these days. <laughs> Jason looks like he may be a runner. Yeah, but you oh. would leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> we're going to take a break for the news. And then uh, I've got a bit of racing news coming up, the Jamie Carr trial uh, and so on, which is uh, now awaiting adjudication. So, Ed Sadler's going to join us for that. And then after that, guys, we're just going to have a, a frenzied of greyhound activity. Uh, Anthony has a party, might be out here. Cal Greeno, we can't get. We, um, he's going to be on the big V a little bit later on. We might get a couple of phoners, and we might just talk amongst ourselves. So it's 9 o'clock. Uh, stand by for all of that, and uh, we'll be back after this. <laughs>